Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. Have you been considering getting your septum pierced? Well, if so, today on Things You Should Know, there are five questions you need to ask. So hang around. you should know podcasts our focus varies from commonly asked questions like what are the top email apps for iphone users or how much does it cost to go to disney world anyway to the trending topics of the day such as are taxes going up or down and who's elon musk we shed light on things you probably have always wondered about but you never got around to investigating them yourself this podcast brings you the answers to your most commonly asked questions and makes you smarter just by listening. Information empowers, and the more information you have, the better decisions you can make, and ultimately, your quality of life is based on the decisions you make. So, thanks for joining the discussion, and make sure that you subscribe today and not miss out on any future episodes of Things You Should Know. Welcome to Things You Should Know. Uh, my name is Kelly, and welcome into the podcast. We've got a great show planned for you today. If you are someone who likes piercings, uh, we're going to be talking about getting your nose, specifically your septum, pierced, and some uh, questions that you should be asking, some things you should know before you move forward with this process. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to welcome you aboard, number one. Number two, if this is your first time, special welcome, special welcome. Thank you for finding us. Go ahead now and subscribe to our podcast, Things You Should Know. So the next time that we have new content, which will be in 48 hours, you'll be the first to know and the first to listen. Everyone, call to action is always the same. Please like, subscribe, and share. Please share with your family, friends, uh, cohorts, uh, associates, etc. We would certainly appreciate it. So let's jump into it. If you're out and about in the city uh, and you've probably seen some ancient docu- uh, documents on uh, septum piercings, we're going to talk today because it seems to be more and more popular uh, with the young folks uh, as it relates to these piercings, body piercings. A lot of people are considering getting their septum pierced. And it is a delicate cartilage, de- delicate part of the body. It's in your nasal cavity, in your nose. 
And uh, there's some things you should know. So we found a really good article. And we thought we'd bring it to you in the event that you're considering being one of the many uh, thousands or probably millions of folks that are getting their septum pierced. So, some background. Many Aboriginal people, be it Australia, Mayans, Indigenous folks uh, here in the uh, on North American planet, have had piercings uh, in the nostril. Certainly you've seen uh, many uh, African-based tribes that have done a n- numerous amounts of body art that includes piercings as well. We're going to talk today about not the little pinch in the side of your nose on your nostril, but that larger part that goes in between the two nostrils. It kind of looks like a, uh, a bull hook, if you will. That's your septum. So what exactly is the septum? S-E-P-T-U-M. The septum is part of your nose that makes up the dividing wall between your two nostrils or your nares, N-A-R-S. There are three components to the septum. This includes, number one, the membranous septum or the fleshy part of your nostril opening which is where septal pistons are usually performed in that in that part right between your right and your left nostril secondly there's the cardi cartilaginous septum which forms the firm yet pliable part of the septum and the bony septum consisting of the ethmoid and vomer bones, which are the rigid portion of the septum, which are attached to facial skeleton. The septum is lined by a thin layer of tissue on either side called the mucosa, M-U-C-O-S-A. This helps to warm the air and produces mucus, of course, it sounds like mucus, that uh, lubricates the nostrils and is important in trapping form material such as bacterial and viruses in your nose. Don't let it get into your system. All right, so how does the process work? Uh, well, there can be some variation in method as it relates to the piercings, but most of them operate the same way a normal ear piercing would take place. Whoever you go to, your practitioner, your vendor, hopefully you're not doing this in a mall, you've contacted or someone that's um, on the up and up and that they have a shop and it's clean and we're practicing safe uh, uh, hygiene along with uh, protocols as it relates to uh, CDC, make sure the practitioner is wearing a mask, etc. Obviously, you can't wear a mask and get your nose pierced at the same time. But the practitioner can. The practitioner should clean all the intended areas uh, on your septum, on your face, along with all of their uh, tools, their needles, etc. The piercer would then pass a hollow needle attached to a tube known as a cannula. Through the septum, very soon I've got my left ear pierced years ago, and it's still holds still open. So same way, you'll pass through an object first, and then you'll put your desired uh, ring uh, into the nose. Um, yeah, and then after that, the the, uh, the the deal is done. The jury is secured, and the piercing is complete. 
You can get your nose pierced on the nares, which are the fleshy cartilaginous skin around the nostrils. But a septum piercing is slightly different due to the position of the piercing between the nostrils. So again, it's not on the edge of your nostrils where you can see the stone or the um, stud on top of your nose. This is right in between your two nostrils. This is why it's called a septum piercing. Well, does it hurt? The pain feels like a sharp prick that goes away quickly, according to someone who's done it before they have listed in this article. And they say, quote, you may feel some soreness in the area for up to six to eight weeks. Yikes. That's a long time. Uh, as with the rest of your body, it can take up to a year for wounds to fully heal and for scar tissue to form. I don't know. I got my ear piercing, not my nose pierced. It didn't hurt that long. Uh, it, I don't know. Maybe it stung for about an hour, but after, after that, it was done. But that part between your nose, I got to think your nose is pretty sensitive. I've been hitting the nose a few times, basketball, softballs, you know, bumping heads with people. It always brings tears to my eyes. Your nose is very, very sensitive. So what should I expect following the piercing? If I'm going to get my septum pierced, what should I expect? Well, again, it's going to hurt. Uh, and secondly, it's normal to experience some swelling and possibly some additional soreness, as the first uh, user indicated. Your piercer will give you some aftercare instructions, as they should, how to how to keep you know that area clean and tidy. Um, possibly some saline and some ointment will help it heal and to scab and to heal quicker. Most importantly, you need to resist the urge to pick your nose or to play with the uh, ring or the object that you have pierced in your nose because that will create additional soreness and possibly additional swelling and an infection. Uh, some of the uh, causes of bleeding, fever, chills, um, foul drainage or redness of the skin if you see any of that, uh, you need to head over to an emergency room because that should not be taking place. Uh, you sh should also consider to reduce uh, reducing the amount of bacteria colonizing your nose prior to the piercing procedure by applying mupiracin ointment inside each nostril twice daily for a week with a cotton swab to reduce uh, any type of staph or staph infection. What are your risks? Well, you're risking infection. Anytime you get some sort of tattoo, body piercing, uh, you're always risking. Anytime you break your flesh, open your flesh, you're always risking some sort of infection. Um, we've talked about the pain. Some signs to look for are pain. Uh, if you're having significant amount of pain, significant amount of swelling, significant amount of redness, or God forbid, any pus draining from the area. This is the time to call your physician. Granulation tissue is a type of infl uh, inflammatory tissue that will look like a large bump in the area of the piercing. It is typically not painful, but may need to be removed by a doctor. So be aware of that. According to uh, one of the folks that have been interviewed, only the soft tissue at the end of the septum should be used for piercing. In other words, you should not go all the way up into your nostril because that gristle gets harder as you go up and it turns into bone. And so you want to be piercing the lower end. If you're going to do it, your septum, you need to be doing the lower end. So never allow anyone to pierce the cartilage of the septum. 
An infection of the cartilage could be disastrous. Cartilage is a vascular, meaning it has a poor blood supply. So a bacterial infection could be difficult to clear. The nose is a potential site for harboring um, basically staph infections and an infection with an MRSA, which is a, uh, let me see if I can pronounce this, methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus. They're calling this an MRSA, which is basically an infection, could be resistant to any any uh, antibodies. Uh, toxic shock, which is uh, bacterial septis, uh, could also, you know, be a problem. It can originate in the nose and lead to life-threatening uh, systematic illness. If a hole is created in a cartilaginous septum, it becomes and it becomes too large. Air can pass between the nostrils during exhalation. Um, hmm. This um, peripherated septum creates a whistling sound, often associated with patients who inhale cocaine or uh, methamphetamine. So you don't want to be confused with that. In addition, catching a piercing on clothing. This is one of the more common things. Catching a piercing on clothing. I know folks like to get their nipples pierced and their nose pierced and these long exotic earrings in their ears. But we all wear clothes. And so one of the deals is a lot of times you can get caught on your clothes. Catching a piercing on clothing can be pretty painful and it can lead to rips. You obviously want to avoid this when you first get pierced. I don't care if it's your nose or your ears or your nipples or wherever. Be very careful with the area. Uh, If it's ripped, it may be difficult to reconstruct and it may result in some sort of distortion of that area or the skin bridge at the end of the nose between the nostrils just simply may be not touching each other. So imagine if someone or if you accidentally, you know, tugged in on something and that part of your cartilage just broke, uh, it may not uh, go back together. So these are some things to consider as you move forward with your nose piercing, your septum piercing. Um, I got to be honest with you. I don't, that's not something that uh, is attractive to me, but I've noticed it more and more. Uh, I'm a huge Dallas Cowboys fan, and the running back for the Dallas Cowboys, Ezekiel Elliott, has a nose uh, septum piercing. I've noticed, uh, you know, you notice it in artists, you know, singers and things like that, uh, people who are a little bit more eccentric. I don't see this on a day to day basis. None of my children have anything like this. Uh, it's just not for me. I don't think my wife does have her nose pierced, but she doesn't have her septum pierced. And what I can tell you, it does hurt uh, when you get it done. So anyway, uh, if you're considering getting your septum pierced, please uh, be clean, be safe and be aware of uh, some of the challenges and just be prepared. So, guys, thanks for listening to things you should know. And we'll see you in about 48 hours with uh, some additional information. Have a great day. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. 
We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.